This is News Talk 980 CKNW. Well, Manulife Bank has released the results of its annual homeowner debt survey. It was published this past Tuesday, and it takes a look at Canadian homeowners and the lack of financial flexibility when it comes to adjusting to interest rates that go up, unexpected expenses, or even the interruption of your income. One in four Canadian homeowners have not had enough money on hand to pay bills once in the last 12 months. One in five unprepared for a financial emergency. Average mortgage debt up about 11%. And it also shows, even though they didn't really go into this question too, too much, about half of millennial homeowners were able to get into the housing market because they received help from their parents or from a family member for their first homes. That said, they still don't have that rainy day fund when it comes to, say, the furnace going or a new roof needed. Well, joining me to talk a little bit more about the results and some of the findings is Scott Hanna, president of the Credit Counseling Society. Scott, good morning. Good morning, Jill. Uh, are any surprises by the findings in this survey? Unfortunately not. The findings are very similar to other surveys published by other financial institutions and in our credit rating uh, companies in Canada, but they are... Um repeating the same message, that we're just not prepared to deal with rising costs. Uh, and as part of that, I would imagine, because the interest rates have been low for so long, it's it's difficult to think, because the survey looked at if you would be okay if the interest rates went up 10%, which I think is something people don't really think about. Unfortunately, a lot of these people haven't gone through cycles where the interest rates have gone up and been in double digits. And there's a lot of apathy in the marketplace that well, the rates have been low for so long, they're not likely to go up. And so people just aren't heeding our advice to ensure you're prepared for, rate, for rates that are going to rise in the future. They're not coming down, that's for sure. Uh, 30% or almost 30% of those surveyed in this, the homeowner debt survey, uh, said they have no emergency funds whatsoever. And that's, uh, that's not surprising, but extremely concerning. You know, we always advocate that if you're a homeowner, you should work towards having six months of living expenses on hand. And that may take you a number of years to get to that level, but it's still important to get to that level. I think part of the problem, Joe, is the fact that you know the interest rates that we receive on savings accounts is so low. People are questioning, why should I bother saving when I'm not getting a, real, a decent rate of return that's even above inflation? And the reality is, because you need to have an emergency fund to be able to deal with unexpected expenses, as opposed to using credit uh, to manage those costs. Uh, so are, are parents, in a way, then, not really helping their kids? When we take a look at the, the survey, BC had the highest instance of homeowners who get help from family members to purchase that first home. So if you're already borrowing the money for your down payment, uh, chances are you don't have that six months savings. You probably don't even have a month's savings if there is an emergency. You don't. You've got in with every, everything you had you put towards the house and the cost of getting the house. And so you're, you're operating on a shoestring, and you're not in a position to deal with any unexpected expenses. And you're right, part of the, you know, the bigger picture problem is the fact that we're not preparing our youth to, uh, to move into adulthood and be able to manage your money and credit responsibly. And so we have this endless cycle now where we've got our baby boomers who perhaps have come up through the most... Um, profitable time in terms of jobs and with pensions and with, and with low housing costs initially, and they're not prepared for retirement either. So it's a fairly, it's, it's a frightening financial picture for a lot of Canadians. 
Uh, are you surprised at all that it was two in five? So two in five respondents of baby boomers. So we're talking about many in this case who are perhaps parents of millennials are, are still dealing with mortgages or still paying off their mortgage debt. No, I'm not surprised. I mean, unfortunately, a lot of baby boomers are, are, and they refer to them as a sandwich generation because and many of them are helping their, their um, elderly parents with their costs and have adult children, perhaps, who haven't left home, or they're still assisting them financially, even if they have left home. So they're feeling that pinch, and as a result, many of them are, are not prepared to, uh, to manage retirement and its expenses, and a lot of their net worth is tied up in their homes. Uh, and we, we talk so much about this too, or there's so much pressure, I think, put on people to get into the housing market. Uh, we even have a program now here in BC where uh, if you meet the criteria, the BC government will lend you the money for five years for a down payment. Uh, is there a fear that we're relying too much or, or normalizing a, a huge amount of debt? I think we've got a customer carrying a large amount of debt. Now, I look back at uh, 2008 when we went into our, our mini-recession and the U.S. Was, went into a real recession. At that point in time, Jill, the average American owed about $1.67 for every dollar of disposable income. And at, and at that time in Canada, we were sitting around 140%. Today, the average American owes less than $1.40 for every dollar of disposable income, and we're at $1.67. So we've just gotten really comfortable carrying a lot of debt. So what do you think caused that shift? A few factors. One thing is that we've been in a low interest rate environment for so long, we're comfortable taking on more debt. And because the rates are so low, we can manage those debts. And so we look at that right now in Canada. Overall, uh, Canadians are, are managing their debt. They're keeping up with it. And so I believe our financial institutions who manage risk very well are, are well prepared if, there was, if there's a downturn in the economy. However, the average Canadian is not prepared. All we have to do is look to see what happened in Alberta when their economy tanked and how, how, it, how it impacted so many people. Something could happen here in British Columbia. And with the amount of uh, mortgage debt that people are carrying, particularly those who've gotten into the market in the last few years, uh, they'd be underwater in a short period of time. So what advice do you give people? Because we do talk a lot about the rainy day fund and having that. But if somebody's listening to this and is in that scenario, which is very common of, of they maxed out to get into the market when it came to a down payment, uh, they're, they're take, putting a huge amount of their take-home pay just into living expenses. How do you even begin to start to building that rainy day fund? You have to have a really hard look at every single, every single expense that you have. And so when people come to us... Um, we tell them to track all their expenses for, the, for one or two months, to look at all of their annual or, or, or irregular expenses that occur over the course of a year, and to develop a budget that manages all those costs and so they're living below their means. We also help them devise a plan that if they're carrying non-mortgage debt, and the average Canadian is carrying about $22,000 of non-mortgage debt, to develop a plan to pay off that debt. That's one of the best things you can do to prepare for a rise in mortgage, uh, mortgage uh, rates is pay off non-mortgage debt. You know, downsize. Maybe, it's, maybe you have to go from a two-car family to a one-car family so you can manage unexpected expenses. But far better to have a plan in place that you put in place to prepare for a rise as opposed to have the, rise, the increase hit you and not be prepared. It takes planning, but with, with uh, some planning, some discipline, I think the average Canadian can get themselves in a position within a three or four year period to be well positioned for a rise in mortgage rates.
And when you talk about that number as well, the $22,000 non-mortgage debt, uh, we're talking a lot of cases then debts that carry uh, interest rates of 19, 20, 21 percent. Certainly a, lot, a large part of that is made up by credit card debt. And credit cards were never meant to carry debt. They were meant for safety and convenience. And we've just gotten into a bad habit of carrying a balance on them and just paying the minimums. You have to have a plan to get out of debt as opposed to just staying in debt and not having a plan at all. So with good planning and making sure that we're getting the best value out of our incomes and making sure that we spend money where it should go, not excessively, you can better position yourself. It just takes time. And unfortunately, most of us are impatient. And so it's important that we say, if it's taken us three or four years to get into this amount of non-mortgage debt, it's going to take likely the same amount of time to get out of it. But start planning today. Scott, always good advice. Thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate your time this morning. Have a great weekend. All right, you too. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.